mirror, mirror on the wall. Oops, most ghosty of them all. It's oops all necromancers. <laughs> Welcome back to the table, everyone. I am your DM, Oz the Great and Powerful, and with me at the table are Bug, Finny, Seder Druid, Fancy Metal Men aren't our friends. C, Madam L, Half-Elf Bard, who really can speak to the dead, and everyone else agrees. And Bree. Sorindal, Hobgoblin Wizard, Sad Boy Supreme. All right, let's recap what happened last time at the Vanderplume Estate. Tybalt's not-so-mysterious contract was discovered, detailing a potential murder-most foul. Tybalt had a tantrum, destroying one of his multitudinous mirrors, and our trio went to investigate but were waylaid by an animate suit of armor and flying sword. Finny had a near-death experience, Madame L split a sword with another sword, and Sorin played tag with a ghost. Tybalt, meanwhile, was thoroughly useless due to the shards of mirror embedded in his buttocks, but showed up at the last moment with a clutch healing potion. Finally, an important fact was discovered. The doors are locked from the outside, and there's no escaping this haunted house. So, Soren, uh, Tybalt looks at you and goes, Why don't you let a real halfling try? Out of my way. <laughs> and he sort of pushes past you and grabs the handle for each door and jumps off and pushes his feet against the door and just sort of... <laughs> and then just falls on his butt. And goes, well, clearly they must have used some sort of magic or barred it from the outside or something. Great. I have a suspicion it's magic. Whether or not it originated outside the house (laughs) is a different story. I mean, it could probably just be the ghost that tried to kill us. Well, I mean, perhaps, but a ghost couldn't control an entire house, could it? I don't know, DM, could it? (laughs) Could it? I have no idea. No clue. Well, you there, the the one who's taller than me but shorter than everyone else, try and bust this window out. Are you talking to me? You are the one who is taller than me but shorter than everyone else, yes? He does, in fact, have a name, Lord Vanderplum. Um, well, Finny gets up and looks around, and there's windows in this room, right? Yeah, so there are windows flanking the double doors as well as windows on the doors themselves. Um, they are not openable, but they are something that you could try and, like, uh, bash one of the the panes out between the, the leaded bits okay. if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I'll do that to the doors because that'll get me in less trouble with, with Tibble if I break the door rather than the whole giant-ass window. Well, depending on what you use, you could try and knock out just one of the small, like, diamonds of glass. Like, the windows flanking the doors are sort of that uh-huh. arch-shaped window with diamonds of glass that are then leaded well, together. I'm also angry at him, so, so I am going to use my horns. <laughs> okay, okay. So are you just going to rush, like, at him and at the last second slightly to Absolutely. the side so you hit the door instead. I want to freak him out a little bit. <laughs> Very good. 
Very good. Fuck it, Tibble. Okay. Uh, go ahead and okay. roll to hit. Don't okay. roll poorly. Oh, shit. I could hit him. Oh, because I didn't then... even think about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Do I add anything to my horns? I could, I could do shillelagh on my horns. Yeah, yeah. We already established that you can, or decided that you can use shillelagh on the horns. So if you what? just want to quickly, I I don't know how specifically you go about shillelaghing them. If it's like runes that you've carved into your horns, or if you just sort of toss up some spores or something and swirl them about your horns or whatever. But when in doubt, make it glow. Yeah, I think Finny holds on to the green necklace that he wears and he kind of just closes his eyes and then his horns kind of glow a yellowish, very faint yellowish color for a second. And then... <laughs> oh yeah, that's magic, baby. And then, uh, yeah, he runs runs at the door. Let's see. Do I... All right, roll the hit. Don't roll a one. Uh, uh, Finny? Uh, I rolled a 16. That's good. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that'll hit glass. Go ahead and roll your damage. Or wait, you're going for the door. That's right. It'll still hit. A five. The door buckles a bit, but it is still standing. There is a U-shaped indent (laughs) in the wood. Well, I tried. I shake my head a little bit. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Oof. <laughs> I guess I kind of like look him Tibble over. Goes, Does he seem okay? Did you... <laughs> oh, yeah, <Huh>? I'm chill. <laughs> Does he seem okay? Like. Benny? Yeah. Hey, he's good. My skull is actually thick, head. like a goat. <laughs> uh huh. Mmm. It's a shame that you can't, you know, climb things that are in 89 degree angle or fucking whatever. Uh, like who says they can't? Yeah. Not yet. They do have mirthful leaps. Um, I do have mirthful leaps. <laughs> mirthful leaps? Yeah. It, listen, man, the satyr stat block is fucking weird. <laughs> so, Madame Al has been kind of quiet in this. I think the last thing she did was kind of pull herself together so she didn't just go off on Tybalt. Mm-hmm. Madame Al will go back into the study and try to open one mm-hmm. of those windows. So, first, maybe, first maybe she'll... Um, peer out one of those windows to see if she can see outside, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I need to roll any kind of perception check? or. Uh, yeah, give me a perception check. What is everyone else doing as Madame L heads back into the study? I think Finny, Finny is, like, touching the indent he left in the door and saying, mm-hmm. wow, I'm pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. I mean, you didn't break the door down or anything like that. You know, nothing useful. You but... couldn't even open the door yourself. <laughs> well, I'm drunk. What's your excuse? I'm a child. You're right. Children can't be drunk. <laughs> a known fact. Uh, Madame L got a 10. A 10? Yeah. Okay. I... Uh, the rain is coming down so hard that it is almost impossible to see more than, like, five feet. There doesn't seem to be anything sort of mystical going on outside as far as, like, there's no specters dancing about or whatever. It uh, It's just real bad thunderstorm out there. Okay, she'll go ahead and try to unlock one of the windows. Okay, you uh, go ahead and flip the lever at the 
top of the window and try and push up on it. Go ahead and roll me a strength check, please. That's not her strong suit. Mm-mm. That is a, a two. <laughs> Three minus one. Mm. You push and push, and the window does not even move in the slightest. <laughs> Can I get some help in here? Um, I finish. Uh, fin- yes. Yeah. I do, too. Having a problem? <laughs> 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 Who just rolled? Was that Tibble? No. Oh. Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, uh, so as you guys what? are coming back through the door, no, 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 no. You see <laughs> the rug that was under the uh, under the table where you guys sat for the seance, just sort of shoot out and slam directly above Madame L's head into the window. And then slump down to the ground. Uh, and let's go ahead and roll initiative. Let's oh, oh, run! Run! <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I can't believe I didn't think there was anything left in this room that would animate. Mm-hmm. Oh, just literally what the fuck? What literally whatever? The scotch glasses, the paintings, the candelabra, <laughs> the mirror, all the decorative gubbins from fucking fantasy home goods. <laughs> I got a 15. I got a 17. Okay, 17. Soren, what did you get? Dirty 20. Okay, Soren, you are first in the order. Um, so... Tibble got a 1, by the way, so... Well... <laughs> rip. Exactly, fucking rip. Um, so essentially the rug swept out from under the table, slammed Uh the window, uh, right above Madame L. And where is it currently located? Uh, it is currently in front of Madame L, not to the point that it's blocking the line of sight, but it is Mm -hmm. right next to her. Okay. Uh, let me take a look here. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it's what I'm using. Uh, I'm going to shoot it with a fucking crossbow. (laughs) Okay. Roll the hit. Kill this rug! Uh, that is a 15 to hit. That'll hit. I see. Give me that D8. Where's that D8? Oh, whoo, golly, that's three spicy damage from your local wizard. <laughs> so you shoot a bolt into it, mm-hmm. and it seems to pierce through it, mm-hmm. uh, and just the fleshing is sort of sticking out from the base of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it... Well, it's once again hard to tell if the rug is damaged too much, mm-hmm. uh, but it sort of wriggles in what seems to be displeasure. <laughs> you displ- The rug is displeased. <laughs> Madame L, it is your turn. All right. Um, well, I don't have any spells, again, that, that can't do psychic damage, so I think Madame L is just going to go ahead and slash it up with that cane sword. Hell yeah. Shing, shing, shing. Madame L got a one. Oh no. Oh. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh <laughs> no! I think you go to stab at it and just sort of stab your rapier into the ground, so it is going to require a action next turn to remove it from the ground. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is Rug's turn. No, not the Rug. Watch this fucking rug. Does a chaos. 13 hit, Madame L? Uh, yes. Okay. 
So the rug sort of flares up, kind of like a cobra, and then just goes over you and then spins a bit, and you are now being smothered by the rug. Oh, Ah. Jesus. From about the knees up, you're just rug that is constricting you. Um... It does not deal any damage this turn, but at the start of your turn, you will take damage. So. Mr. Saren, do not shoot the crossbow <laughs> at me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 Madam L, I couldn't hear you. What? The crossbow. Shoot the crossbow? <laughs> Finny, it is your turn. Well, fuck. I was going to use produce flame to catch this shit on fire, but I can't do that anymore. <laughs> you can absolutely do whatever you want. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might make it release me. But is at the consequence of possibly catching you on fire. Yeah, but Madam L knows how to stop, drop, and roll in a rug, doesn't? Yeah, I, um, okay, I think... If you guys think if you guys think that's wise... I think she would oh, be... It's not wise! <laughs> It's the only thing I kind of have, though. Listen, Madam L has a negative one strength. She's not going to be able to get out of this. All right, all right, all right. I also Um, have... You can also use acrobatics, essentially, to escape. Okay, here we go. There are strength and dexterity-based options to try and get out of a grapple. I see. Well, Not all is lost, I promise. (laughs) I think Finny tries his his very, very, very best to aim Mm -hmm. his produced flame at, at like, a corner of the rug that is not where, presumably, Madame L's face is. Um, And Hey, quick question. Yes. Uh, How flammable is period-accurate Victorian clothing? Uh, Pretty pretty flammable. Pretty... Okay, good to know. (laughs) Just asking for a friend. It it was Uh all made of natural fiber instead of plastic, so it was, like... That's why things caught on fire all the time. Oh. That's well. <laughs> um, but yes. Okay, so I'm going to uh, shoot fire at this rug. Hell yeah. And I rolled a 17. Thank God. Nice. That'll hit. Cool. And let's see. I, I should roll damage, yes? Yeah. I rolled a three. Now, for Produce Flame, it does not state that whatever it hits catches on fire, does it? Yeah, it just says uh, 10 foot radius, bright light, 10 foot dim light, hurl flame, 30 feet, takes 1d8 fire damage. Okay, so it doesn't actually burst into flame. Uh, You lob this fireball, and it smacks into this rug and just sort of, in a very non-fire way, spreads like a liquid across it. And it seems to, there are definitely some spots that are now thinner, and you can almost see some bit of Madame L, uh, but it is, it doesn't seem to be doing too bad. Luckily, it did not burst into flame, nor did Madame L. Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, that's just fantastic. Uh, Madame L, you take one damage. I do? Yes. Well, fuck. I'm sorry, Madame! It's only one point. Could have been worse. What are you at now, six? Five. Five, okay. Yowzy. Well, I'll cure you soon. Don't worry. When the fight's over, I will do it. Okay, it is Tybalt's turn. Hey, what's going on in there? <laughs> He's always that is in his the turn. other fucking room. <laughs> uh-huh. None Wouldn't of your concern, ask. Lord 
Vanderplume? Top of the order, Soren. Oh, okay. I certainly do think it's some of my some of my concern. You're destroying my rug. <laughs> it was my grandmother's. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, then I uh, take one of my right sleeves and roll it up slightly one above. One of your the, right oh. sleeves. How many arms does Soren have? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Um, uh, and rolls up his, uh, his right sleeve to just above the elbow, and on his forearm, there is a tattoo of a crumbling belfry, uh, and he touches it with his left hand, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and cast Toll the Dead. Okay. Uh, what do I need to do to save against that? We'll save. You said wisdom? Yep. Uh, well, mm. rugs aren't very How wise. Smart no. Rug. <laughs> I would guess not. <laughs> uh, well, that's an 11 minus 4. Woo! Oh so go ahead and deal your damage. It has been damaged. So, so it's 1d12. Uh, that's necrotic, isn't it? Yes. <clears throat> it seems like it should be psychic, but. It's not. I'm fine with it being necrotic. That yeah. is how the spell do. Yeah. But. Alrighty. Ooh, Hachi Machi, that is a 10. 10 dammies. Ouch. Um, so there is a sonorous clang, and you see the entire rug just sort of poof fibers out. <laughs> like it's just suddenly aged hundreds of years and has just sort of insta-rotted. Mm. And it is not looking so hot. You can see a lot more Madam L through it. Okay. Um, who is Finny after me? Uh, no, it is Madam L. Oh, okay. Who is about to take some damage because that is how a rug do. Oh God, please! Oh. All right, that will be uh, four damage. Oh Jesus Christ! Is she on one? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, never mind. I'm not waiting till after the As fight to cure the you. rug <laughs> constricts, uh, it is now your turn. It is a action to escape this grapple. Uh, it would be acrobatics for you. Okay. You're just wiggling. <laughs> See how slippy Madame L actually is. Uh, that is just a nine. That is not quite gonna do it. Mm. Yep. You try and pull out, and it just sort of twists tighter around your uh, knees, and it's it's sticking on there. I imagine she would be screaming if she could breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would uh, be. I haven't been voicing her because it's just too stressful of a situation for me to... It's mm -hmm. it's fine. She can hold her breath for at least a couple of rounds. Yeah. What's her con modifier? Like a plus one, at least? Two. Ah, oh, it's fine. She can hold her breath for like ten rounds or something. It's it's good. It is the rug's turn. The rug is currently occupied, so it is going to be Finny's turn. Okay. Um, can Finny like is there a hole in the rug where I can see Madame out, like any part of her at all? Think of like a shroud being held up. At this point, that's kind of what the rug is dealing with. Because uh that toll the dead really hurt. So you can kind of see Madame L. Are you trying to heal her? Yeah, because I have to touch her. 
Yeah, no, you can do that. Okay, okay. There is enough exposed Madam L to be able to touch her to heal her. Okay. Well, you just fucking jab her in the armpit. <laughs> be healed. <laughs> I reach into whatever hole I can find and I, I grab Madam L and I cast mm-hmm. cure wounds on her. Nice. Um, so that's You accidentally heal the rug. Number of hit points equal to No, that would be mean of me. But it would also be easily justified. Okay. But you're being nice to us in this game. There is no healing transfer listed in its stat block. You're fine. <laughs> uh, I rolled a four plus two, so six. Cool. Madam L's doing just fine again. Back to what I was at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, better than me. It's Tybalt's <laughs> turn. He uh, bursts through the door. And goes, my grandmother's rug. <laughs> what are you doing? Get that off of you, Madam L. <laughs> and he's going to run up and unwittingly give you the help action as he tries to pull this rug off of you. Oh Thank God. God. <laughs> Top of the order is your turn, Soren. Um, I guess. Uh, pull the dead again. Uh, no, Tybalt's in the room. Um. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I guess really quick try to. Um, roll my sleeve back down or whatever. Uh, and... Uh, is that a tattoo? <laughs> what ruffian? I pretend kidding, like I... Kidding, he doesn't see it. Okay, good. I'd have to kill him. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I'd be so sad How about horrific. it. horrific. Um, then, in this case, uh, I'll go ahead and use my object interaction, I guess, to pull out uh, one of my boot daggers, I guess. And okay. um, uh, move up to Madam L and try to cut her out, I guess, with a dagger. Make an attack? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's not terrible. That's, that's a 12. Just 12 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, where are you starting to try and cut this rug away at? Where I would likely start would be... So, like, you know how the corner of... Like, the corners, like, not the corner, but the borders of rugs where, like, all of the seams and stuff are, like, wound up together to finish it. I would probably try to find a corner of that and cut across the, the, um, is it across the grain for woven fabrics and stuff? I think so. Okay, Um, so you're attacking, uh, basically near kneecap level for Matamel. Okay, continue. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. What is that? A D4. Where's my pyramids? Here we go. Oh my god in heaven! What? (laughs) What? Whoa, I rolled a one on the dice. Sorry, I tried to roll this D4 and like literally threw it halfway across the room. (laughs) D4 is too powerful. (laughs) It was, and I, uh, it's three damage. Three piercing damage to the rug. Okay, Madam L, you once again take one damage. Mm. As you feel what is almost assuredly a dagger uh, scrape against the side of your kneecap. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Well, it's just a knee. You do succeed in uh, slicing through the seam, but it does not seem to be unraveling the rug any more so than usual. Mm. So. Madam L, it is your turn. Go ahead and roll that acrobatics check with advantage. 
as a drunk, rude halfling attempts to remove the rug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking that you are just trying to wear it as a coat or That's something. That's a 17. Nice. So that'll get you loose. Uh, yeah, so with uh, Tybalt assisting pulling on the rug, you're able to... Does Madame L wear a corset? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I imagine that you just sort of tighten your corset slightly, and that gives you just enough wiggle room to sort of bonelessly drop out of it (laughs) down to, like, where crouching down and then stand back up. Uh, So you all are now surrounding this rug. So that's good. Does that count Um, as my movement? uh, So getting out of the grapple is actually an action, Mm -hmm. uh, but it does not count as your movement. Mm. Well, I suppose I should stay here. I was going to move away. If you want to eat your move action to try and get your sword loose, you can do so. Oh, yeah, your sword's stuck in the floor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what... Uh, I said earlier it was an action. That is incorrect. It is a move action to okay. uh, remove it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll do that then. All right. Give me a strength check. An 18. Woo! Hell, yeah. You get that sword loose. There is now a large gouge in the floor in the study. <laughs> we are wrecking this And Tibble looks at it and goes... <sighs> I guess I'll have to have the floor sanded down as well. You're ruining my rating on Zillow. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, it is rug time. Rug Who's the rug time. going to attack? There's so many targets nearby. Oh, I guess we'll just roll randomly. Soren, does the 17 hit? Ah, uh, it does. It's 16 right now. Ah. So the rug shoots out of Tybalt's hands oh. and over Soren and once again twists at about knee level. Uh. And you are now blinded, restrained, and at risk of suffocation. Cool and good and mm-hmm. fine. Finny, it is your turn. What's wrong with this rug? It's it's possessed. And Tybalt the goes. rug says... Mr. Soren, I could not believe you would keep mussing with my rug. Um, Fucking shit idiot. Well, I think Finny is... Has he forgotten that the place is haunted? Who knows? <laughs> I think Finny's going to try and catch this rug on fire again. Um, it's fine. Don't do even it, worry do about it. it. All right. Here we go. 17. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, two. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine this time you just sort of palm heel strike the fireball into the rug. Mm. And it just sort of flares outward from between your fingers and it definitely singes it. Uh, Soren, take one point of damage. Uh, But doesn't seem to do a whole lot. The rug is looking pretty threadbare, though. You guys are making fairly quick work of it. Um, Tybalt's turn, once again, he's going to unintentionally give the help action with removing this rug. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, top of the order, Soren. He can Time fucking your damage. It. Uh, that is four damage as <gasps> it constricts 
and you feel maybe one of the small bones in your hand uh, shift in a way that it shouldn't. And then you feel maybe one of your hips pop in oh a way God. it shouldn't. It's like uh, a snake. It is. Snake rug. Uh, but the you sound have... of my temp hit points flying away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess if I can still cast spells, then uh, yeah. I'll toll the dead again. Okay. It'll make its horrific wisdom saving throw. Yeah, I'm kind of counting on that. Um, roll double your damage die. It rolled a nat one. <laughs> so 2d12? Yeah. Okie dokie! Don't have to tell me fucking twice. God damn. Where's my d12s? There they are. Uh, well, I didn't do amazing, but that's uh, 11 damage. Alright, so you, once again, maybe just barely are able to reach that tattoo and tap it or however you activate your spells mm -hmm. and there is the sound of not quite a bell more a gong as maybe you tapped into some sort of latent ley line that runs out under this building or something similar uh -oh. and this rug just <laughs> turns into dust <laughs> <coughs> and Congratulations, you killed a rug. <laughs> and combat is over. I'm like like blinking, like trying to get old rug dust out of my eyes. Oh yeah, you're just sort of coated in dust. Looney Tunes style, it's just your eyes can be seen and the rest is just dust. <clears throat> word. Mr. Soren, that was completely unnecessary. What are you talking about? Well, I... Why, why did you destroy my rug? It was suffocating him, man! <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> says, says who? I thought you were just playing some sort of keep away from it. I don't know. Madame Alice just slunk down in the armchair now. Is that scotch still on the table? Uh, there is a glass still partially full of scotch. Yeah, she... He took the bottle, Okay. But... Yeah, I think she is uh, going for that. She does not look good. <laughs> does not look mm. well. And I stand up and brush myself off and walk out of the room. <laughs> the nerve of people... Um, he also storms out of the room after you, and then he sees you in the hallway, and he just storms over to the kitchen and through the door. Oh, that's fine, because I'm currently kicking his ceremonial suit of armor on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's crumpled there. I think... doesn't seem to be doing anything. I'm still kicking it. <laughs> I think Finny goes over to Madame L, and she's sitting at the table, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mm -hmm. think he sits down next to her and is like, it, it seems like they keep attacking you, Madame Al. Maybe that's just a coincidence, but I think we need to keep you safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, I don't even know where she's at right now, mentally. Before, she was going to have you guys try to like open the window, but now I don't know mm -hmm. if, if that would aggravate another thing to animate. 
Um, I'll never tell. Yeah. Uh, just um, give me a minute, Finnegan. We'll we'll get back to business in a moment. Really, we have the the mirror and where the wife's uh, Lavinia's ghost has been seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of all over the house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the children's bedrooms, Tybalt's bedroom, the kitchen, you guys didn't necessarily hear anything specific about, but you'd imagine something has occurred there. Uh, But realistically, the only one who'd see something like that would be Duncan, most likely, who's currently away. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the bedrooms, uh, Wallace (laughs) heard thumping in the attic. So yeah. I think we gotta go upstairs. Yeah, what I what I would like to do first, though, because um, mm-hmm. I got the impression that the the potion that Tybalt got earlier was that in Duncan's quarters, or was that in Duncan's? That was in Duncan's quarters. Okay, yeah. so that's off the the kitchen area, right? Uh, his quarters are actually. It seems to be some sort of room that is under the dual staircase. Okay. You're a wizard, Duncan. Because <laughs> Tybalt just sort of disappeared back that way on the left-hand side uh, of the staircase and then came back out with a potion and had mentioned that he was going to get something from Duncan's quarters. So All right. presumably it's back that way. Well, Madame Al is going to go ahead and say then, well, Finnegan, this has been a um, quite the night. <laughs> um, I... I think we ought to go upstairs, take the mirror, and try to investigate further. But first, let us go into Duncan's quarters. Perhaps perhaps there's another health potion that we can hold on to, or something else that might help us. Finny and Madame L, go ahead and give me an investigation check right quick. Okie dokie. Are we still in the uh, study? Still in the study, yep. Just a one. Um, mm. just an eight. <laughs> mm. Well, that's good because uh, you don't really need to roll too high because it is quite clear that the blood dripping from Madame L's knee seems to have formed the word murder on the ground. Oh, great. Awesome. Cool. Like spelled out like murder. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Not even red <laughs> rum or anything. Just straight up nope. murder. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Madame Al um, just see Lavinia's not very inventive. <laughs> hate to tell you guys. Um, cool. Cool. Uh, I think Finny um probably screams a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it say that? Soren, you hear uh, a small satyr screaming. I sigh a little bit. Uh I've been attempting to basically crush this ceremonial armor into like the smallest fucking pieces I can to take out some stress. <laughs> um, I just sort of Let's sighed. see how you did. Give me a shrink check. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, eight? <laughs> you have succeeded in slightly deforming the breastplate, but that is about it. That's good enough for me. Uh, coming, Finny. Uh, I go back in the room. <laughs> Take a look around. And you see, spelled out on the ground in blood, the word murder. Oh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much Madame Al's response as well. She's 
I, I think we're all just traumatized at this point. That's the thing. I don't want to be mean, but Soren is so mad at Madabelle right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just want to go ahead and look at Duncan's quarters. Oh, is, is there a plan now? Or are we just still winging it? <laughs> Finny, like, looks back and forth in between the two of them and is like... <laughs> uh. she, she she doesn't stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm just channeling the the character now, and I'm just too stressed. I'm just going to Duncan's quarters. That's fine. As Madame L was leaving the room, I think she'd like to pick up that mirror and just take it with her. The hand mirror? Yeah, Lavinia's mirror that that was on the table. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, and she is she. She is leaning on her cane pretty heavily now to kind of hobble out to Duncan's quarters. Mm-hmm. I don't want to interrupt us going into Duncan's room, but I for sure want to cast False Life on myself. I guess maybe I'll wait until they get into... Since I'm kind of taking up the rear, maybe I'll kind of dally a little bit behind uh, Madame L and Finny uh, yeah. so I can cast again without anyone seeing me. You could definitely essentially use the... Uh staircase to block line of sight while you cast this thing. Okay. Uh, Whether it's like trying to bluff that you're bending down to tie your boot or something or whatever. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm going to go ahead and cast false life on myself again. Yep. Uh, Let me see. 1d4. Please be good to me, d4. I need these. Ooh, three. Okay. Seven temp hit points. Um, And I puke a little bit. <laughs> It'd be like that. Is that what false life does? Makes you puke a little bit? Um, I mean, all my spells make me kind of sick. <laughs> I imagine that it just makes your heart beat like three times per minute instead of the normal one. Oh, I imagine Makes that blood it, pump a little bit faster. I imagine my magic making me just feel very unwell. <laughs> well, maybe. And I've already cast, I've cast like probably more spells today than I have uh, in a long in while. a long time, so I'm not yeah. feeling very good. Just a fresh little puddle of bile for uh, Tybalt to find later. <laughs> Gross. So you head around the edge of the staircase towards the back, and you see a door that's only about maybe five foot tall that is in a style to where it just sort of fits in with the molding on the staircase. And you open it to a small chamber, about five by five foot, definitely not Duncan-sized, with a bed that extends from one end to the other, uh, a small chest at the end of it, and then there's uh, what seems to be like a sheet of tin nailed to the wall. Mm-hmm. You would assume someone, Duncan probably was using it as a mirror. Mm. Okay. Did Finny come in with me? Uh realistically only one of you'd be able to fit in there okay this room is you do some quick mental math and it's hard to conceive duncan being able to exist in this room mm-hmm. okay madame l came in here to try to look for maybe another health potion or any kind of yes. anything that might fortify us because we're just getting our asses beat <laughs> you would guess that the healing potion would be in the chest okay unless he's hiding them under his bed which why would he? Yeah. Yeah, she'll go ahead and check the... Or actually, you know what? First, she's going to go to the the tin mirror 
and mm-hmm. kind of fix herself up and have a look, I suppose, because she's mm-hmm. she kind of needs to wipe the blood off her face, and mm-hmm. I think she wants to feel like herself for a moment. Nothing spooky appears. You're you're good. You look into the mirror. You fix your hair up a little bit. Maybe tuck some loose strands of hair back into. Does she have an elaborate updo? I assume. Yeah, it's it's very much fallen down now, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she'll go ahead and uh, check out the chest then. Yeah. Uh, it just pops open. You assume that either it there is no lock or it was left unlocked by Tibble because uh, drunk. And inside is a small leather pouch containing what seems to be about three gold pieces, mm-hmm. a rolled-up leather bundle that when you undo it, it has like a small thin metal shim and then another one that's kind of a, another thin piece of metal that's sort of wiggly. And... Why the fuck does he have thieves' tools? Huh? Why the fuck does Duncan have thieves' tools? I'll never tell. Uh, and there is one bottle uh, with a heart etched into it uh, that is contains a deep red fluid. Okay. Yeah, she'll she'll leave the gold. Jokes on you! It's a bottle of blood. <laughs> ha! No healing here. It says uh, murder. <laughs> He's been a vampire this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll leave the gold and the thieves' tools and just take the potion. Um, Okay. I think she would probably do one more cursory look to see if there's anything standing behind her in the mirror. Yeah, or just like anything that might assist. I mean, Duncan said that he saw Lavinia in here at some point. Yeah. Uh, uh currently nothing. Uh you have a peek under the bed and it's just a bed. Mm-hmm. Nothing under there other than floorboards bit of dust all right yeah she'll go ahead and emerge from the staircase and did you uh, find anything (laughs) yes i i found another potion finnegan so at least uh we we won't be dying immediately uh (laughs) if everyone could come together we need to go ahead and try to venture upstairs do you raise your voice high enough that tybalt can hear you or or do you attempt to persuade tybalt to join you or anything like that. Uh, I think I would raise her, my voice uh, loud enough to hear, but I I don't think she's going to make an effort to really... Okay. No, he's more trouble than he's worth, honestly. <laughs> except ugh, except if he dies, we don't get paid, but I guess I don't really care about getting paid. Well, he pops his head back around the kitchen door, and you see that he's just got, like, an entire smoked turkey leg just sort of in <laughs> his jowls. <laughs> And he just sort of mumbles around it. So, do you guys need me, or you you got this? Because it doesn't seem like you got it. And also, you destroyed my rug and dented my door. Madame L. Yeah, Madame L is just kind of giving him a a toothy smile, like somebody who has had to give too many smiles. Uh, Mm-hmm. Too many ingenuine smiles at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And she says, Lord Tybalt, why don't you just remain on standby? Excellent. Sounds great, madam. Uh, you might want to get your child servant checked out. They seem to have the colic. Oh my God. <laughs> and he pops back around the door. 
I'm gonna give you the colic. <laughs> Why are you gonna you constipate it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Soren, um, as you asked about the plan, mm. I think since the children have seen Lavinia in their room, it would make sense for us to to investigate there and perhaps try to contact the spirit there. Shall we carefully proceed upstairs then? I nod. I'm bringing up the rear again. I'm trying to keep make sure Finney stays in the middle, though. Mm-hmm. Madame Al cool. has her sword drawn at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Crossbow out. Cool. So up at the top of the stairs, directly above the landing, there is a trap door with uh, a string hanging down. One of those deals. And then to the right, there is a hallway, and there seems to be a door on each side. And then to the left, there's a hallway with uh, one door on the right-hand side. So you would guess, given that there were three children, that presumably their bedrooms would be to the right. Who was the child who saw Lavinia in their bed? Baldrick? Yeah, I think it was Baldrick. Yep, and you know that uh, they have a bunk bed set up. Mm -hmm. So you would guess whichever room has the bunk bed is their room. All right. Well, I don't want to stick my head in into, into any rooms that uh, we are unaware of. So I think uh, I'll yell down at Tybalt. Lord Tybalt. Yes? Uh, which of the children's rooms belongs to Baldric? Uh, Baldric and Bartholomew's room is the first on the right. Thank you, my lord. And also the only on the right. Very good. Um, then, <laughs> then we'll <laughs> we'll proceed there. And I I don't want okay. to go inside yet. I kind of want to okay. wait on the threshold. Um, yeah. Can we like? I'm rolling a perception yeah. check. Yeah. I don't That's know about, about y'all. You see, on the door is a small uh, scrap of paper, and scrawled on it is "No girls allowed." This means you, Brynhild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Madame L is at the door then. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to say that her demeanor is different. Mm-hmm. But she is going to kind of clutch the mirror to her chest. Mm-hmm. And I guess I <laughs> I feel awkward now because Madame L feels awkward. She's going to knock at the door. Okay. And she's going to say... Madam Lavinia, we are about to enter this room. We do not wish to fight, but simply to have a conversation. There is no response. But there does not seem to be anything moving in the room based on what you can hear or anything like that, so. (laughs) I am going to open the door now. And she opens the door. You open the door and you see there is a... Um, bunk bed, basically dead middle of the room. To the right, there is a tall wardrobe. To the left, there is a large mirror. And there is also a child's rocking horse that is rocking very, very slightly. Ah. I think she is going to sheathe her sword. 
Mm -hmm. So as to not appear intimidating. I mean, she wants to appear genuine in her. Mm -hmm. We are going to enter the room now. The horse rocks a little bit faster, but other than that, nothing changes. Vinny speaks up and says, Um, miss, I don't know you, and you don't know me, but if you could please, uh, stop hurting us. That would be very, very nice of you. I met your kids, and they were really cool, and I think we're friends now. So I think they'd be really sad if anything happened to us. Please and thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's going in? <laughs> I guess I guess Madam Al will go in. Yeah, I'll go in too. I'll uh, follow up behind Finny. Okie dokie, Madam Al, give me a dexterity saving throw, please. God damn it! Christ, <laughs> can't she let us have a nice conversation with this ghost? <laughs> I don't think ghosts like to have nice conversations is the problem. Uh, that is a 15. Cool. Vinny, give me a dexterity oh, saving Jesus throw, please. Christ. 18. All right, Soren, give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Ooh, what's that? A man on the dice? Am I prof- No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a le- 11. Num, 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 num. So... As you guys enter the room, uh, Madame L, you see the horse start to rock faster and faster, and then it full-on flips end over end through the air at you, and you dodge out of the way, and then, Finny, you just barely duck, and it skips off your horns and slams directly into Soren's face, <laughs> dealing three points of oh, damage Jesus. as it breaks into splinters against your face. Uh, and the wardrobe flings open and clothes start shooting out and the mirror fogs up and there seems to be something scrawled on it that you'd have to get a bit closer to read. Uh, well, my face is full of <laughs> splinters, so... Madame L will hold that, that mirror out in front of her mm -hmm. again and say, Now, if we are speaking to Lavinia, it ought to be known that although we were called here on half of Lord Tybalt. He is no friend of ours. Yeah, he's a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> he's a miserable... <clears throat> I didn't think I would ever hate anyone as much as I hate this man. And in the distance, you guys just hear... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, there is... No response other than one of the shirts that was flung out of the wardrobe floats into the air and then quickly folds itself into what seems to be an arrow pointing towards the mirror. Okay. okay. Yeah, Madame Al will go ahead and, and look at the mirror. In the fog, you can see sort of scrawled, looks like with a fingertip, the word question with a question mark after it. We should probably ask what she needs, yes? Spirit, what do you need? Now that's an interesting question. I look around the room. Is this, does it, Can we tell where it's coming from, or is it coming from, like, everywhere? It seems to be coming from the walls around you. Okay. Louise. <laughs> Somewhere in the house is my heart. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I need you to find it 
and give a proper burial. Understood. Who, who hurt you? And there is no response, and the question mark at the end of question is fogged away. And it now just reads, question. Oh, fuck. Finny! I'm sorry, I just... I mean, I think I'm allowed to cuss during these very special circumstances. I agree, the child isn't allowed to cuss. Yes, fuck! <laughs> yes, fuck. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, when your parents both say you're not allowed to curse, so you go ask your ghost. <laughs> oh, God. Go ask Grandmama. <laughs> well... At least we have direction now. Uh, the attic seems to be the best next course of action. Earlier, when I was looking through Wallace's eyes and his ears, I, I could hear I could hear something in the attic. But, I mean, does a, does a dead heart wiggle? <laughs> yes. What? Don't, don't think about it too hard, Finny. Just let's move on. Okay. I suppose the attic would be the next place to check then, yes. It's that, the string door, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. I assume Soren, the tallest of the three, mm -hmm. pulls on the string, mm -hmm. and a ladder slowly unfolds as you pull down on the trap door, and it is pitch black up there. I'm not worried. You have dark vision? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a hop guy. Yeah, I, I also have dark vision. Do I? I think Finny does, too. I think we all do. I, I don't think satyrs yeah, do. I don't oh, think really? I do, guys. I'm blind. Let me check right quick. It's too dark. You have produced flame. I'm. Yeah, or light as oh, a cantrip yeah, if you have flame. it. I'll just use that. I'm going to light a tiny little little um, flame um, on my fingertip. Mm -hmm. I, touch, I touch my necklace and then... I pull away, and there's a little flame on my fingertip. Ooh. Nice. Letting right. kids play Who's with matches. Who's leading the way? <laughs> uh, I get... Mm, uh, mm, <laughs> I look at Madame L. After you. But of course. And she'll go ahead and go. I'll bring up Dereer again. Yeah, so as you ascend the ladder, you see that to the left, like towards... It would be above Tybalt's room. There is a large chest and then uh, five tall rectangles covered in sheets that are kind of in a half circle, like spreading out from the chest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, sorry, it would be six. So it'd be equally balanced. So they're sort of angled in a half circle. Mm -hmm. uh, to the right seems to be just more stored stuff. Uh, there is a large frame that is leaned against the wall. And then, like, an extra wardrobe and maybe an old set of chairs and a table. And looks like this is just sort of a storage area. Mm -hmm. Chest is probably the best place to look, huh? Yeah. Can we yeah. do... Do we need to do a perception check to get more detail or... Uh, so, this would be more of an investigation check. And oh, you have yeah. to specify what you're investigating. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, There are... Four, not four, six rectangular objects, presumably furniture, covered yes. in sheets arranged in a circle? Half circle. Y yeah, I would like to investigate that and also maybe do an arcana check if this is some sort of weird ritualistic thing. Okay. 
Yeah, go ahead and give me an investigation check. How are you investigating them? Um, I guess I'm kind of walking forward, kind of understandably pretty nervous. Um, I don't want to, like, remove the sheets off of them yet because this is pretty Mm -hmm. fucking spooky. And I've already blasted through most of my temporary hit points. So um, I guess I'm kind of, like, observing the angle, I guess, of the half moon, how these different objects appear to be tilted to see if it has any, like, magical significance, and then also assessing the shape of the objects that are covered, if I can try to determine what they are without okay. removing the, the the coverings, stuff like that. Okay, let me roll. Oh, not too bad. Investigation, 15. Okay. Uh, the first thing that jumps out at you is that there is a fairly large dark stain on the floorboards. Oh. That seems to have been extensively scrubbed at. Mm. Uh, you notice that area is completely free of dust. Um, and the wood itself, you sort of bend down and give it a rub, and it feels a lot smoother in comparison to other parts of the floor. Yeah. Um, and you notice that uh, these rectangular objects. They seem to be arranged in a way that the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The focal point, I guess? Yeah. Would be about where the stain is. Okay. Uh, And then you sort of have a look around at these objects, and you see that they're standing completely at a 90-degree angle from the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. So just sort of forming an L shape. None of them are bent, like, forward or backward or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the fronts of them are covered by a sheet, but if you go around to the edge, you see that it is a tall, thin rectangle that is sort of on a uh, swivel mount. To, are they mirrors? Like, on two arms. Uh, and you see on two of them, the ones on the far edges, mm-hmm. there seems to be some sort of sigil work on the back of them. Okay. Um. Uh, Finny, Madam L, I would recommend very strongly avoiding any of the area, uh, and I gesture to the half circle. I'm not certain what, but some type of ritual took place here, and I kind of, like, look at the fucking blood stain <laughs> on the floor, mm-hmm. um, and it was messy. Is, the, is that where the chest is? Not no, the chest is uh, up against the wall. Okay. It is not at the epicenter of these tall objects. Can Madame Al take a look at these sigils? Oh yeah, I would point those out to you for sure if I don't know what they are. Uh, it'd be Arcana. Okay. Can I uh, help action? Yes, you can. I have advantage. Yeah, I got a non-natural twenty. Mm. Okay. These do not look like the infernal sigils that you would be more used to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Soren, you're able to point out that they seem like they're just more arcane, I guess, okay. than sort of infernal magic. Mm-hmm. They don't have that kind of spiky shape that infernal runes have. Mm-hmm. They're more of the rounded sigildry that uh, arcane schools, sort of like what you were trained in, would mm-hmm. use. Okay, so... Uh, as to their exact purpose, it seems like there is a trigger rune that looks kind of like a sun Mm -hmm. and then just some other runes spreading out in a kind of larger sigil. 
Okay. I don't... None of this makes any sense. I... The the function of these runes and I and I gesture and and the placement of these objects do they seem like they might be mirrors, Oz? I mean, you could fairly well guess they might be okay. based on the whole swivel mount kind of thing. Yeah, is it possible this is where Lavinia summoned the skulk? That seems possible. Uh, uh I would. Defer to your expertise in this particular matter, Madam L, but this doesn't appear to be any sort of infernal summoning circle or any way of of binding a demon or devil, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. These are not infernal sigils, so this would not be where Lord Tybalt would have made his failed pact. Where Lord Tybalt did his nasty, nasty work. <laughs> Finny, you also notice with your source of light that this stain is um, wine red in color. Interesting. How big is this stain? Like, how much blood we talking? Like, small oh. animal? Or like... How much blood does a halfling contain? Uh, four cups. <laughs> Just barely any. <laughs> They're mostly bone. About that size. You reckon the same amount of blood that a, a Finnegan would have? Okay, so... <laughs> Finny bends over and s- sniffs it. It's blood. Finny, it's blood. It smells like lemon and copper. Uh, yeah, no, that's not wine. Lemon pepper wine. I've never heard lemon blood pe- described as lemon before. It's because it was scrubbed. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a rich world we live in. Um, <laughs> I think we should go to the chest first. Okay. Okay. I think okay. we just, that's just what we have to do. I know. <laughs> there is a large chest set against that back wall. Okay. So, oh. I think Finny, Finny bends over and says, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm doing what you want. So please, like I said before... Maybe don't try and hurt us. And then he slowly, very slowly starts to open the chest. And you lift it very slightly and there's a click and it is locked. Damn it. Of course it is. The lid shifts slightly and that's about it. Okay. You can have a peek through the crack if you want to. Oh, we can go steal fucking Duncan's. (laughs) Why does Duncan have thieves tools? Like, I'm not mad Hmm? about it, but like, Don't worry about it. (laughs) <laughs> what Duncan does on Duncan's time is Duncan's business. I think Finny does, like, kind of put his finger flame up to the crack a little bit and try to peer inside, but doesn't get his face, like, right up against the, the chest, if you know what I mean. Ah, finger pops out and picks your nose. No. <laughs> um, you can see a collection of different shaped and sized bottles. Um, there's a small, slightly glowing bead and what seems to be some sort of uh, magical sigil inscribed on a piece of uh, thick fabric. Interesting. Uh, any sign of the, the, the heart, Finny? Can't, I can't really tell. I don't think so, but I guess it could be in a bottle, but I don't know. They don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize that at least two of the bottles, Finny, uh, are 
well, all the bottles are fairly dusty, but these seem to be potions of healing. Oh, ooh. They have little hearts etched onto them and have that uh, deep red fluid in them. I want me some of those. Any anything else useful in there, Finny? Yeah, I think there's I think there's potions, like healing potions in there. Oh fuck yes. Okay. Uh <laughs> I um I guess I move from my position at the mirror uh and pull out a dagger and I guess I'm going to try to bust it open. What am I rolling? Uh, I would be sleight of hand. Okay. Uh, I got a one. <laughs> no. You jam the dagger in and with uh, absolutely zero dexterity, break the tip off in the lock. Ah, oh, um, hmm. Um, I guess I take out, is my dagger broken? Oh, uh, one of them is. Okay, I was going <laughs> to ask if I can. Whichever one you just used to try and pry it open. Yeah, I'm going to get out another one. Okay, Madam L is going to push Soren aside because she has a plus four to sleight of hand. Madam L, roll that sleight of hand. She's going to whip out a, a pin from her hair and say, Mr. Soren, it's like you've never picked a lock before. I don't know that I have. She got a nat, um, she got a I... nat 20. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes! You whip out a hairpin, and I imagine you just sort of angle your head just right so that uh, Soren can't see, and you take the hairpin, and you realize that this is just a simple catch that you could just swipe to the side and it opens. <laughs> Not even dealing with the lock hole at all. It was a decoy. Good job. <laughs> wow. So, once again, there is... Everything's covered with kind of a fine layer of dust. Uh, there are what are recognizably two potions of healing, uh, another bottle with some sort of uh, viscous fluid in it, Another one that is glowing slightly orangish, a small bead that is glowing slightly purple, and a thick piece of cloth with some sort of sigil drawn on it. Uh, it'd be Arcana to start identifying things. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm gonna kind of blow the, do one of these numbers, and kind of blow the the dust off everything and, and start looking. Yep. Ah, uh, rolly rolly. I got a 22 on my Arcana. 22? Okay, mm -hmm. uh, for which one? Um, I was looking at the viscous fluid first. Okie dokie. That one, you look a little closer at it, and you see that it's sort of a sticky black fluid inside this vial. Oh, that's... that's... quite viscous. Okay, like my blood, my regular and blood. the vial is... It seems heavier than it should be, but you realize... This is an oil of slipperiness. <laughs> this oil can cover a medium or smaller creature along with the equipment it's wearing and carrying. Uh, applying the oil takes 10 minutes. The affected creature then gains the effects of a freedom of movement spell for oh. eight hours. Alternatively, this oil can be poured on the ground as an action where it covers a 10-foot square, duplicating the effects of the grease spell in that area for eight hours. Yeah, that's a waste of a grease spell, though. Freedom of movement is just objectively better. Madamel got a 20 to check out the cloth with the sigil on it. Great. So that is a sigil. You see it looks kind of similar to the trigger rune that was on the back of uh, those rectangles. Mm -hmm. We can call them mirrors. We can call them whatever they are underneath that. We'll go with rectangles for now. <laughs> 
you reckon that that is probably a sigil of daylight. So basically, sigils are kind of like, we'll call them easier to use scrolls. Mm. Mm-hmm. Generally, there's, you just sort of uh, will them to activate, whereas scrolls have like trigger words, and the idea is that you have to be able to read the language and know how the spell works. This is just sort of a fire and forget kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, so it gives one cast of the spell daylight. Whoa, wait. I guess above table. Oz, did you say that there were little sun symbols on the backs of the mirrors, too? On the backs of the rectangles? Yes, the re- sorry, on the backs of the rectangles. <laughs> Worked within the larger sigil, yes, but you identified those as trigger runes. It seems like sunlight or daylight triggers mm-hmm. it. Oh, triggers them to activate. Oh, okay. Uh, you would know, Soren, that generally sunlight from the daylight spell affects a lot of necromantic creatures. Yeah, we don't have much of it where I come from. Yeah, in one shape or another. Mm -hmm. So for him to have been serving on the front lines, you assume that this is all probably leftover equipment he had from his days in the military. Mm. Okay. So he would probably carry this as an emergency, like if the enemy dropped a sphere of magical darkness, this Mm -hmm. would eliminate that. Okay. So it's just a good general use thing to have. And given that he's not shown any sort of magical capacity, mm-hmm. it being a sigil as opposed to a scroll mm-hmm. kind of explains why. Also, fun fact, guys, also above table, that's what the name Sorin means. Yeah. Daylight? It's sun. Yeah, means sun. Ah. <laughs> There's a whole good sad reason for it. <laughs> I think Finny wants to see whatever that... You said there was a glowing orb? Or something? There's a glowing bead, yes. Okay, I think... Uh, About the size of, like, a thumbnail. I think Finny's... About that size. ...child brain goes, ooh, shiny. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, Arcana? Arcana. Uh, 19. Uh, Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, You have a look at the bead, and you see that it is inscribed with a very minuscule script. Um, And you sort of give it a feel and try and sort of feel out what the magic is. You put it in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. You pop it up your nostril and then shoot it out the other. (laughs) Um, And you know, perhaps because this sort of fire comes from your realm, that this is a bead of fairy fire. Oh. Once again, as per the spell, gives one cast of it where presumably you'd take this bead and throw it where you want the fairy fire to be, and it would affect the targets you want it to affect. Uh, for those of you who do not know, fairy fire limbs enemies in violet light. Any creature in the area where the spell is cast is outlined in said light if they fail a dexterity saving throw. Uh, for the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Any attack roll against an affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. Ooh. Ooh. That's very important, <laughs> it feels like. Yeah, that was what I was thinking as soon as we found out. And there was one other potion, wasn't there? Yes, there was one other potion. I will take a look at that if nobody else is doing so. Yeah. It glows a bright, vibrant orange. give you a help Ooh. action. Yeah. Look at us working together. We found treasure, so I forgot I was mad at you. <laughs> well, I was going to need it because the first one's an 11. Oh, 
the second one's a 12. Uh, plus 5. 17. This would be a potion of heroism. Oh. Uh, you gain 10 temporary hit points that last for one hour. For the same duration, you are under the effects of the bless spell. No concentration required. Okay. Uh, I pass on that information. It's secretly an orange cream soda. Oh, because <laughs> oh, that's what you're fucking sipping on? No, I'm not sipping on anything. Right other than bubbly. Or, sorry, la croix. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can probably just distribute these above table. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I already have a health potion, so you guys can each have a health yeah. potion. And then it seems like yeah. each item we identified uh, kind of works with each of us in a way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that works for me, yeah. Okay. Uh, I do like extra hit points because I don't know about you guys, but my maximum is seven. Yeah, mine's ten, so I'm Yeah, a mine's nine. Off. Yeah, it makes sense Seven's if we, we each had a healing potion. Mm-hmm. And then I think it would make sense if Finny kept the fairy fire. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know why mm-hmm. he likes it, but he likes it. Um, I'm assuming no one else takes any issue with relieving Lord Vanderplume of some of his belongings. Nice, no, a jerk. Oh no, not at yes. not at all. It feels like there may be more in the attic, but I don't know if we... Because we didn't find anything that's making a thumping noise, for sure. Um, but I guess we haven't really looked around. I guess I'll keep... I could try to search around amid this stuff again, but I just... I do not feel comfortable taking... I don't know. I don't like those... Rectangles. <laughs> and I don't want to mess with them. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really want to mess with them either. Oz, you scared us too much at the beginning. What do you mean? What's wrong with the rectangles? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the floorboards for a beating heart that causes such anxiety. I tell the cops of my own horrible, for murderous behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Under the floorboards, the heart. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. Then you know what? It, I think I've sussed these mirror. Or uh, sorry, the um uh rectangles <laughs> out enough. The rectangles. <laughs> Um, sussed him out enough to not be super scared of him. So as long as nobody else is standing in the half, in that half moon shape, um, I'll take one of, I'll take, I'll take the cloth off one of them and investigate. Sure. Which one? Uh Uh-oh. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. (laughs) Remember the ones on the far ends are the ones with, uh, the sigils on the back. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other four mirrors do not have any sigils. do the (laughs) non-sigil. Yeah, I'll do one of the non-sigil ones. It is a mirror. Okay. Cool. Cool. Sorry, it is a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Mirror. Mirror. (laughs) Sorry, it's... Rectangular. Mirror. That shit always gets me so much. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um... And I know Finny has the light spell active, and I don't want him uh-huh. to get blasted. Produce so, flame. um, uh, Finny, could you um extinguish that for a moment and not stand within? Oh, I don't know, thirty feet of me. Ah, uh, sure. Uh, Finny backs I'm away to... and blows out his finger flame. Okay. Uh, then I take. Uh, then I s- inspect one of the end mirrors. Whichever one is facing away from the direction we're in. So 
I'll take it... Oh, Like, so I'll take the covering off of one of the uh, rectangles that is facing one of the rectangles that's still covered and is facing away from Vinny. You know what I mean? It, none of them are particularly facing Vinny. Yeah, they're all... Because, like I said, it's just the ones on the end, so as long as Finny is not at that epicenter, mm -hmm. then they're not facing Finny. Oh, okay, and yeah. as long as Finny has the light put out, then presumably it won't activate. Okay, well, I'm hoping it doesn't. Then I'll do that. I'll, I'll give it a scope. It's a mirror. Hmm. Mm hmm I don't know, though. I don't know if, it, if we ought to just try to keep looking for the heart, or it might also just be daylight that it reacts to. Uh, but I suppose, yeah. Only one way to find out, and that's experiment. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we ought to just experiment while we're here. Yeah, yeah, we can. Let's fuck around. So, Finny, do you approach the, uh, now uncovered mirror with a lit finger? Oh, uh, uh, they could throw it, though. <laughs> they could throw it, right? Um, would that be, he would can. that be dangerous? Like, could I, I don't want to catch the house on fire. Well, that makes one of us. The produced flame doesn't really spread. Okay, okay. So if you wanted to, I don't know, light a fireball and then throw it past the mirror, like towards the chest or whatever, so it just arcs through the mirror's area of reflection, you can. Okay, I'll do that then. Yeah. I back up out the way. You absolute idiots. No. You throw the fireball past the mirror, and it instantly shatters into a cloud of shards that then starts swarming towards Fuck. Finny. No! We're going to roll initiative next time we play. Oh, no! <laughs> God, you guys were so close to getting out of there, too. Well, well. when you craft such a rich world... <laughs> we gotta poke everything! We're going for the 100% completion. Uh-huh. <laughs> you gotta get every last bit of XP out of there. <laughs> Hi everyone, C here And Bug Thanks for listening If you'd like to stay up to date on our release schedule Or maybe check out some character designs and music You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook At All Necromancers The biggest thing folks can do to support us right now Is to share our podcast with their friends and if you feel so inclined, rating and reviewing our show on Apple Podcasts goes a long way toward ensuring we're not lost in the algorithm. All of that said, we'll be back next week. See you then. <laughs> <laughs>